What I've been observing and noticing this week is that we all want relief and we are searching desperately for it everywhere. Our society is fully consumed by the idea and we are certainly convinced that it is just on the other side of having more. That's why we buy the fifth pair of flip-flops when we don't need any more, why we'll eat the third donut even though we ought not to, drink the fourth glass of wine when that is not a good idea. And we work ourselves into a point of exhaustion, thinking that relief is somewhere in there. We don't even realize that we're doing this to ourselves all in the pursuit of searching for relief. I'm Marcy Langlois, and thank you so much for joining me today on Living Beyond Limits. This is going to be our topic today, the power of radical acceptance and embracing the present moment. Today, we're going to explore how searching for relief outside of ourselves is truly just an endless and fruitless distraction from what we truly desire, which is relief from ourselves. And we're going to learn how acceptance can transform our current reality into a place of peace and ease. We start searching for things that are external to us because we think that they're going to bring us happiness and the mind equates happiness to relief. There is a universal thought that something outside of me is a solution to all my problems and that it will bring me relief. The new shoes, the sweet treat, being skinnier, having the perfect job or partner. Really, the list is infinite. The illusion that persists for most people is the ongoing obsession that there is happiness in the future. Once I have the perfect job, then I can be happy. And once I'm happy, then I'll have relief. Unfortunately, most people think that happiness is always a destination. And we miss that the only place that happiness can exist is in the present moment. And that the relief that we're looking for is also in the present moment. And the only tool that really allows both of these to exist is acceptance. The burning question is then, what is it exactly that we're trying desperately to avoid? Unfortunately, most people don't like the answer that I'm about to give, but truthfully, it's all about us not being able to accept the parts of ourselves that have unresolved past trauma, the way that we feel insecure, separate, and alone in the world, and how we feel unloved and afraid. Unfortunately, most people don't want to hear the answer, but the truth is, is that it is about the parts of ourselves that we haven't accepted unresolved past trauma, the way we feel separate and alone in the world, the way we feel unloved and afraid. The illusion of separateness creates a tremendous amount of unhappiness and discontent. Most people truly believe that they are the only people that have ever felt this way, that no one understands what they're feeling, and they believe that they are completely alone. Have you ever been in a crowded room and felt completely alone? That's what this idea of separateness perpetuates. We want relief from all of this, and we're certain that happiness is just around the corner in the new job, the new car, the new partner, whatever it is that it might be for you. Go ahead and you can fill in the blank for yourself. In the meantime, because we don't know how to deal with our current state, we check out and we miss all of the moments of life because we're seeking that future moment of happiness because we're certain that's where the relief resides. The working definition that I will use for acceptance today is accepting something exactly as it is in this moment. Initially, that sounds really quite easy until you start to consider the egoic mind and its input. Do you know that voice inside your mind that talks incessantly, provides an unsolicited opinion about everything, gives you a whole lot of stories and information about everything? Some people aren't even aware of this voice. They believe that the incessant stream of thought is who they are. They've identified with it. 
but it's not. It's the egoic mind. The egoic mind's job is to keep us safe and alive. So it constantly scans our environment, looking for any issues that might be arising. And that's due to the amount of data that is entering constantly. It's truly staggering. Here's a stat for you to wrap your mind around. According to this behavioral and data scientist, Pragya Agrawal, the human brain can process 11 million bits of information every single second. 11 million bits of information every second. However, though, our conscious mind is only able to take in 40 to 50 bits of information every second. So to keep up with the constant chatter in the mind, the brain has to start trying to shortcut the processing every piece of data presented, and it starts to make judgments or opinions to move through the information quicker. Usually, it starts telling us that whatever is happening right now shouldn't be. It should be hotter. It should be colder. The gal across the street should be wearing a green dress instead of a blue dress. You know, the information just is on and on about what the mind has to tell us. With this sort of constant one-sided dialogue and a barrage of ideas and opinions, acceptance becomes a true challenge. I went directly to Eckhart Tolle, who I think is one of the brightest minds ever. He wrote this book, The Power of Now. And in there, he states, thinking has become a disease. Disease happens when things get out of balance. For example, there's nothing wrong with cells dividing and multiplying in the body, but when the process continues in disregard for the organism, cells proliferate and we have disease. He goes on to say, the mind is a superb instrument if used rightly. Used wrongly, however, it becomes very destructive. To put it more accurately, it is not so much that you use your mind wrongly, you usually don't use it at all. It uses you. This is the disease. You believe that you are your mind. This is the delusion. The instrument has taken you over. What Tolly is really honing in on here is the fact that most of us are unaware of the mind just habitually running in the background and it's often completely unchecked. The mind left unchecked creates a tremendous amount of suffering for us. The mind is creating all of this suffering and what we are seeking as human beings is the exact opposite. We are looking for freedom, freedom from ourselves, freedom from our past, freedom from our thoughts, freedom from suffering. That's what we're looking for. That's our aim. As we go through our day and when we're looking at things as they are in the current circumstances or even things that have happened in the past, the mind starts its own dialogue. It starts telling us that things should be different than they are. How if only I would have done such and such and then things wouldn't be as they are. And if I would have done this, then it could have been like that. And don't you know that it should be this way or it should be that way? If it was only that way, if I could change it, I would. It's all this dialogue, this constant internal dialogue within the mind about how all of these things are unacceptable to me. And that, my friends, is specifically right there where suffering stems from. The resistance. It's the resistance to what is that creates our own suffering. As soon as I am able to say, okay, this is how it is right now. I don't really care for it, but I'm going to stop fighting and resisting what is. As soon as I do that, I have relief. As soon as I stop resisting, then my level of acceptance increases. And in tandem, so does the relief that I've been searching for everywhere. Even though the situation never changes, 
or never change. I feel a relief simply because I've stopped fighting and stopped resisting. It's important to know and recognize that the suffering is not always just in the situation that I would like to have be different. It's in the story that my mind is creating of how it should be different. Acceptance is impossible until I surrender first. Acceptance is this process that has to happen over and over again. Things that are incredibly emotionally charged tend to need a lot of attention and practice to surrender, to truly release it, and then acceptance comes. For me, with my car accident, it was phases of surrender and acceptance, slowly over time. I wanted so desperately to go back in time and undo what had been done. I wanted to change the outcome with my entire being. It was impossible. The only way forward was acceptance. The first step is harnessing the power of your mind. And what is your mind telling you about these circumstances? Are you someone that has been taken over by your mind and your mind is diseased, as Eckhart says? If so, there's an opportunity there to really pay attention. When working on the first step to harness the power of my mind, I will ask myself questions such as, is this true? Is what I'm telling myself right now true and accurate? And I got to tell you guys, honestly, usually it isn't. Usually my mind is starting to create more information, which only creates more drama. So I'll back up and I'll remind myself of the truth and facts about the current situation. The next step is to surrender. And this is a doozy. You have to release all resistance. People ask me, how do you know that it's okay to accept this moment? And I will simply say, it's because this is what is happening. There is no value in resisting it. This is what is happening. Our days come, they flow by, right? Everything is happening. The sun's shining, the sky is blue, business is being conducted. Things are as they are. And today is going to bring about whatever today is going to bring about. Sometimes it may not be ideal and I have to let that pass through me. I cannot get attached to any opinions or judgments about it. When you first start doing this, it can feel very overwhelming because it's very difficult. I just told myself, I'm going to accept it. I'm going to accept that this is difficult and this is how it is right now while I'm learning to do this. I'm not going to fight about it. I'm going to take practical steps to handle any situation that arises. And then after that, I acknowledge that I'm done resisting. I simply let go. And for me, I have to do this over and over again, usually because my mind will conjure up a story again. I will surrender and then my mind brings up this story about how the circumstances should be different. It shouldn't be this way or it shouldn't be that way. If only I would have done this, it would have happened that way and things would be different and all of the same old story. And it puts me right back in that same loop of dissatisfaction. And then I'll resist again what is actually happening. This is how the egoic mind works. I'm back into that place of deep unhappiness and suffering. And after that, there's nothing left to do but to surrender fully. I have to surrender and let things go over and over again. And when I do that, then I can accept. This is how it is. And so it's just this constant process. So now we're moving right along to the third step, which is acceptance. I've stopped resisting the reality of the circumstances. I'm now willing to allow things to be as they are in this moment without any opinion or judgment. 
I mean, that's amazing. When you get to that place, that is amazing. If I notice that I start to resist, then I just go right back to step one and step two and do it all over again. But if you get to step three, you will start to see how your work is now paying off because you get relief. The fourth step in this process is the practice to stay in the present moment. There is no other moment besides this moment. The past is gone and you cannot undo it. And the future isn't yet here. So you have zero control over it. This moment is the only moment there is. And when I bring myself back to this moment, I have peace and everything feels okay. So now we're going to go through this little exercise of taking a moment and to become fully present with our breath. I want you to inhale through your nose, deep into your lungs, down into your diaphragm, feeling the air, and then feeling the release as you exhale up and out and noticing. Did you notice that that voice in your mind stopped? That's the power of being present. When you can stay present, the voice stops. So when I notice that I'm not present, I quickly try to bring myself back to the present moment. I often will find that trying to fixate on something, I usually try to find something beautiful, like my flowers on my back deck. And I'll look at my flowers and notice the color, the shape, the texture. And by doing this, it reorients me back to this present moment. If I'm not on my deck and or there's nothing really beautiful in front of me, maybe I'm stuck inside with no windows or something, then I will use my five senses. Notice where I'm sitting in this chair and feeling my body sitting on the chair and the chair supporting me. But it's usually through the five senses that brings me back into this present moment. Being in the present moment is a practice, just like all the other things that I have named. But for me, it feels to be like one of the most rewarding and something easy to implement and do readily. The peace that we're searching for is when the mind is quiet and our heart is full of acceptance. There's no relief anywhere outside of ourselves. And if you happen to stumble upon it, it likely will be temporary because the only lasting relief has to come from the internal you. Remember that relief is just on the other side of these four steps. Step one, harness the power of your mind and notice what stories it's creating. Step two, surrender. Stop resisting what is. Step three, acceptance. Allowing yourself to accept things just as they are in this moment without any opinion or judgment. And step four, staying in the present moment or continuing to bring yourself back there. Thank you so much for joining me today. I truly appreciate it. If you heard something that was helpful for you today, please go ahead and sign up for our email list so that you can be sure to receive all future episodes. We look forward to connecting with you next time. And in the meantime, go ahead and be aiming to live beyond limits.